It's Mike, your host of Get the Word, an etymology podcast for word nerds. We'll talk about the history and origin of words in English. If you're coming over from the English sessions, well, then I'll give you an even bigger welcome, loyal listener. The English Sessions is the podcast I've been doing for a while now for English learners and, and is where Get the Word was first conceived. I decided to make Get the Word its own podcast since I started to realize I was making content more for native speakers with these etymology episodes, which seemed to warrant its own feed. Don't worry, though. For those of you who are English learners, there will still be transcripts of the episodes on the website. Look for details in the show notes. Get the Word, an etymology podcast for word nerds. Available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. Here's my interview with Flames of Durga. They're a LA-based uh, hard rock band who came through Bisbee uh, recently for the Jones of Rock concert. And we provide more details about that event, which may come back to Bisbee uh, next year uh, in the podcast. And I'll also provide some links to the music uh, on bisbeelive.com. Thanks everyone for listening and for sticking with the podcast, even though I'm not regularly releasing uh, episodes right now. I have a lot of ideas, though, uh, about what the podcast is going to turn into or what might morph into a different podcast, and I will keep all of my listeners uh, updated on all of that. Uh, so I'm starting off with the song Shine by Flames of Durga with uh, written permission um, to play this song on the podcast from the band, uh, and then we'll go into the interview. This is Mike Butler, and you're listening to Bisbee Live.
Well, I'm sitting here with the Flames of Durga. What's up, dude? Hey. How are you? Not much. You guys just played at the quarry. Yeah. So let's talk about the um, Jones of Rock concert. Yes. Well, first of all, Bisbee is so cute. fucking cute. Excuse my French. I don't know if I can say <laughs> that on here, but oh my God, I love it here. Yeah, it's so no, cute. We're loving Bisbee already. We just got here at like 4.30 and we played at 5, but oh my gosh, we're we love in it love already. right away. Yeah. 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 How did you guys guys get in the bill? <laughs> yes, the festival. Yeah, the fest is super cool. We're meeting like actually a good amount of like female fronted Tucson bands or like all female yes. like rock bands yes. from Tucson. So like, refreshed. Right close by. We're so excited about it. Yeah. No. So it's many awesome. good bands. So fun to be a part of it. So how many other bands outside of uh, Arizona are playing um, this Jones of Rock concert? Is it? How did you guys get on the bill? Um, let's see, the organizer of the fest, uh, Facebook messaged us, gosh, like a few months ago at least. There was an LA show first, and we were like, shh, crap, we can't, (laughs) (laughs) shh, crap, we can't do that, but, um, she was like, how about this Bisbee date? And we're like, oh, well, we're going to be planning a tour anyway, and we want to do more Southwest dates. So it just kind of worked out that way, and then we integrated it into our tour route. Yeah, I'm glad you, I'm glad you guys came out because you're you're hitting a lot of yeah. bigger cities, and it's mm-hmm. it, it's amazing that the amount of talent that comes through Bisbee for for it being such a small town. Mm. That's so cool. Yeah, That's so awesome. Oh my god. I think I was talking to you guys earlier. Um, no, we 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 stopped at the courtyard. This is a very impromptu interview. I should explain. <laughs> I don't have my notes. I had all sorts of things I was going to ask you guys, but Aww. I don't have it with me. But uh-huh. um, I was talking to someone from Tucson, and um, I was, t- was telling her about um, how I saw Big Business here, which is like this hardcore band um, that cool. would pack a, you know, like if they were playing in Denver or something, they would pack you know, the whole venue would be sold out, but uh-huh. I got to see him, see them down here with oh, like 10, okay. 15 people, you know, like some people just coming down oh, from yeah, Tucson at awesome. the quarry. Um, we love the Melvins too, by the way. The Melvins, yeah. <laughs> well, no, Big Business had a huge tie-in with the Melvins, so I'm not sure. That's right, yeah. Um, the, r- the rhythm section from Big Business did the last Melvins tour. Okay. Yeah, and they came down here, and it was it was it, it was almost like when I see a a band like that down here in Bismarck, it's, it's almost like a magical experience because it's a s- very it's, intimate. It's so intimate, and it's like there's no big, you know, speaking of big business, there's no giant venues. Yep. So mm-hmm. being able to see like a you know a bigger band in a smaller place is, is pretty magical. It sure. is. Yeah, yeah. It is. And it was great seeing you guys. What was the second song that you guys played? I, I, I snapped some video of yes. it. It was Remember badass. The now. Remember the now. Yeah, yes. that seemed to really get the crowd going. That was like Fuck yeah. when people started kind of just coming in. It was You guys played pretty early, but um, yeah, yeah. This, this event was all day. So it's the Jones of Rock, and it's showcasing women in rock and roll pretty much, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Totally. and so let, let me explain. You guys are... Tw- twins mm-hmm. and you grew up in the LA area right yeah. yeah Silver Lake and Ankle Park okay born and raised <laughs> so um I grew up in the the punk rock scene in Rochester New York and it was cool. it, it was awesome. smaller you know and 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 I've been to LA and it's like that 
such a big area. Is it, is it more, is it harder to find like your scene or is it like, do you find like little oh. pockets? Oh, there's definitely because little there's pockets. There's so, so, so many, many places little, that I can imagine so you can pockets. play. Yeah, right? I mean, like, there's yeah. a ton of different bands all over the city, obviously, but like, there's definitely a ton of pockets. And you'll gravitate and, toward, like, yeah, you'll just naturally vibe, yeah. fall into the pocket that you belong <laughs> in. I don't know. But uh, yeah, there's definitely a cool kind of like underground rock scene happening for in sure. LA right now, for and, sure. And a actually, lot of really cool East Side stuff going on. I didn't grow up in LA, but you do have to. Like if you really want to see a band that you really like, you have to work for it. You have to drive across town. Yeah. And you know, like literally, like a forty-minute drive to go see your friends that are in town that you really want to see. Right. True. Yeah. Sometimes it's like right. way far away from where your quote-quote scene might be, but it's exactly what you want to see, and it's really fucking cool. Well, I experienced yeah. that even when I was living in Phoenix, because mm-hmm. I, I just learned this recently phoenix is the fifth largest city in the in the country now really it's just yeah. this huge like when wow. i was living there like i would have to travel 45 minutes just to see and you know barely, what and there's barely hardly any two-story buildings yeah <laughs> i love that about That's why it. I, so like, up. I love that about it yeah you i started like that, driving huh? like i was close to phoenix the other day as we were driving into phoenix and there were just like all of a sudden people were like speeding and cutting around me. I'm like, oh shit! All right, I'm approaching the city right now. You felt at home. And I was right to be right driving through the middle of nowhere. Like, oh, okay, we come back to yeah. the city now, but yeah. What is the name of your tour that you're on right now, <laughs> and where have you played already? Okay, okay. we're calling it the Shine, Shine Tour. tour. Yep, Shine yep, is our yep. newest single off our mm-hmm. EP Illicit, and uh, yeah. We went all the way up the West Coast, and uh, we went to, like, Portland, Seattle, Tacoma. Yeah, we kicked it off in L.A. Our first out-of-town show was actually Oakland, and then Portland. Oh, yeah. And then, what was after Portland? Tacoma. Tacoma, of course. Tacoma, of course. Tacoma Tacoma. fucking loves us. They're awesome. Yeah. Tacoma. Oh, my God. And Seattle was awesome, too. Seattle. I think some of our favorites are from. I love Seattle so much. But And then we also came back down through uh, Olympia, Mm -hmm. and then we had a crazy long drive from Olympia to... Well, Southern California. Fullerton is the next show after that, because, yeah. We didn't manage to get a gig in between there, so it was a long day of driving. Yeah, yeah. we just we started after our show. We hung out with um, who was going to be our host for the night, who played in one of the other bands. They're called Tangles, and they were really good too. But um, we were hanging out with them for a while, and we were like, you know what? We have a fourteen-hour drive around there, something like that. 18? Jeez. It was an oh 18. God, yeah, 18. Yeah. So Nate took the first So shift. we were we like, you know what? We probably driving, have yeah. to just go after this. <laughs> we are like, oh wait, I don't know if we should so, go out yet. We should get a head We start. went for a while, we got a head start, and then we pulled over into a rest stop and slept for it's a couple like a hours nap, in the van. And then, and then I think Nate kept driving. God bless him. He did for a little bit, yeah. <laughs> uh, for oh a little God, bit, and then, you know, then we got some coffee and we switched, so, you know, yeah. we take shifts driving. But um yeah so then Olympia Fullerton Ventura. we hit up San Diego and we hit up uh yeah Ventura was a lot of fun so much with, fun uh, Father Badass yeah Jesse Hughes <laughs> from Eagles of Death Metal we played yeah. with him he Very did a cool. couple acoustic songs and then he was with a couple badass musicians that backed him up in uh, yeah. ba- the Battery Electric um, and so they did some cool stuff 
And um, yeah, that was in Ventura. We uh, got a little like reset at home for like two nights. And... <laughs> yeah, I got to sleep like for <laughs> half a day or something. <laughs> Where'd you guys play in Tacoma? Tacoma. Tacoma. Um, it was the. What was it called? Oh, yeah, the airport tavern. Airport tavern. <laughs> there we go. Playing <laughs> charades. So many venues yeah. in a row. No, you're that like, was wait, to go back. Yeah, the airport tavern. No, cool spot. Super cool spot in Tacoma. Um, I don't even know if I had been to that area, then, that part of Tacoma. Yeah. Before we got here, we did San Diego and then Phoenix. Oh, right, yeah, before here. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're heading to Tucson tomorrow. Right, right. yeah. Three shops in Arizona. Pretty yeah. Well, I'm glad you guys hit, hit up Bisbee. Yeah. My God, me too. I'm so glad we did. My dad, yeah. my dad was like, oh, you're playing Bisbee. Oh, you're going to love Bisbee. It's such it's a hippie town. hippie town. Yeah. Like, awesome. Well, psh, that's right up my alley. So. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. I love that. Hippie for Arizona. Right. right. Okay. <laughs> Who knows when my dad that's came here, though. He probably it. came here in the 70s or yeah. something. Yeah, well, our dad's yeah. a hippie. So yeah, our dad's We have that hippie side, of course. Yeah. And uh, so you're promoting your new album. Um, the video that I saw of the single of the, of the album, where, where did you guys film that? It seems like in the middle yeah. of nowhere. Yeah, Looks, yeah, we filmed yeah. it out in Joshua Tree. Yeah. But yeah. it was like filmed at this like dry lake bed, which was super Massive rad. dry lake bed. Yeah, yeah. massive dry where lake we bed. Is there anywhere a... is there anywhere in the Salton Sea? Am I am I, am um, I in the same not area? Not Salton Sea, even it's in the high desert that's a cool spot, it's but yeah. it's the high desert, yeah. yeah. So it's about like two hours away from LA. Yeah. And uh, yeah, no, it was a cool spot. It was like this really rad, huge, expansive yes. um, spot, a dry like this huge dry lake bed. And there were like cool like big cracks in the ground and. Anyway, yeah, no, it was a fun place to shoot. It was. For sure. yeah. Yeah. So how would you guys describe your sound? Unless you don't like answering that. Oh, <laughs> we have to answer that course. question. Yeah. <laughs> Heavy, grungy, rock. Heavy rock, rock yeah, rock yeah. and roll. Right. Yeah. Um, we're yeah. a power trio, so. Although when we played Fullerton, the sound guy <laughs> after we played was like, Fuck yeah, I did be some 80s metal. 80s metal. Oh my yeah. God. All right, I'll take it, I'll take it. Okay, but so yeah, there's that that's the first time I've heard that um, reference to our sound. But yeah, yeah. Well, I was, I was telling Chris earlier that um, when I was early, in my in my early 20s, I was really into monotonics. Do you guys, have you guys ever heard of monotonics? monotonics? They're from Tel Aviv, Israel. And uh, they have a similar sound, but they also have like a very high energy like you guys do. Oh, I need to look them up. Yeah, I got to see them in Vegas and Rochester. And um, they're like very crowd participation. They'll they'll get into the crowd and the drummer will dismantle his drum set. (laughs) And he'll give everybody like a piece of the drums and like, yeah, and have everybody coordinate with the song. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, Monotonics. Monotonics. They're from (laughs) Tel Aviv. They're fucking awesome. (laughs) <laughs> but I'll bet they have way less tattoos than we do. I, I can't remember at this point. I just remember at one point um, oh, when I saw him at the Bug Jar in Rochester, um, one of the members had a bunch of duct tape. And like my, my, my friend was probably like 19 years old at the time, and he duct taped himself to her. And he was just like, yeah, and he was just like traveling around with her on his, pretty much on his chest. And like, it was, oh, they're just a wild band. Oh my God. They're pretty that's much hilarious. a bunch of like, oh, you know, middle aged Israelites, you know, like, <laughs> you gotta check them out. 
Um, what are they called? What are they called? Monotonics. Monotonics. Um, so I need to check them out. One of the things I do remember when I was taking my notes, um, I used to play in bands. It's been quite a while. Um, but there was nothing like... What are you playing? I, I was playing bass, yeah. and then I, I, yeah, 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 yeah. He was right. gonna say that for some reason. I felt the and, bass vibes. Yeah, you felt it, and that, and then I was a cool. singer for a ska band for a while, and this we oh, went on nice. tour in the. I like but, ska. Cool. And um, there's nothing like the connection that you feel with a band. It's almost like totally. I've 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 described it as like a. a group marriage, like totally. something about yeah. organizing a song and playing it all together. Mm. There's nothing like that. And on top of that, you guys are twins, uh-huh. <laughs> and I imagine on top, you know, you guys have a connection already right, as right. A, as twins, uh-huh. and on top of that, you're harmonizing too, which is one of the most amazing things you can do with another human being, and you guys get to all experience that together, like, yes. I don't Fuck know, yeah. Fuck yeah. what was the birth of that? When did, <laughs> when did you guys start playing out? When did you meet your drummer here? Um... And is it just like one of the most amazing things that you can possibly do with your sister? Mm, yeah, it, oh music God. is the Absolutely. fucking best. We love it. Absolutely. It just you feels know? so natural and so right. Totally. To sing and play music sing together, together play to music write together. songs together. Yeah. We grew up like writing songs together when we were like so young. And like even before we played instruments, mm-hmm. like I remember in <laughs> elementary school, we would just like start singing melodies together. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I think we like started our first official band <laughs> when like NSYNC and the Backstreet Boys were like really huge in like elementary yeah. school. Is that your and sound? You're like, yeah, you're like, okay, we're starting a band. We're starting a band, and we had, we just had all these like we girl had like friends, three like, other girls with us. Like, yeah. us. We're like, okay, you're in our band now, so this is oh, what we're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I remember the name too. We and we wrote like two songs or something. Angels, Angels and we thought we were really cool. <laughs> but no, I remember. Yeah, we and we. Like, sing like original songs. We just like would create mm. songs for fun. Those are some of the first songs but I remember yeah, writing. Some yeah. of the first songs in like third grade. And then third you know, grade. we grew up. We yeah. grew up playing instruments after that. Um, yeah, violin, flute, right. piano. We played for piano, a few years. Yeah. More than a few years, I think. Right. Yeah. And then when we were teenagers, it was like, all right, give me a guitar. You found anyway, rock, so- rock and roll. <laughs> and then we found rock and roll, and it changed everything. <laughs> <laughs> for the better <laughs> playing music together and connecting with an audience is like part of being something bigger than yourself yeah and yeah. that's kind of what playing music is is like you know connecting with other people yeah and creating a vibe and you know connecting with people outside of even your circle yeah yeah, yeah and absolutely. so like just being a part of something that's bigger than yourself is you know a lot of Absolutely. And I feel like just humbling yourself to be able to channel something out when you're writing a song, because sometimes it feels like it's just coming from this other place and you're just like there. Your body's almost like your body and your mind's almost like the instrument for what needs to come out. You know, so that happens too. And that's like an amazing feeling. So it's always great to like be able to like humble yourself enough. And then you get in that zone, you get in the flow state, and you're just like channeling stuff, you know, totally. through your own unique instrument, per se. But um, yeah, speaking of something greater <laughs> than yourself, but you yeah, know. Oh my God. So we've been like, we've been a band for like, for like four, four years, years now. Yep. And uh, Nate came into the band. He was already a friend of the band. And we had a, 
Um, one of our old older friends was a drummer for like six months when we like just just got a barely drummer. started because we like little babies. We were bass and guitar <laughs> even before we had a drummer, and we we're just like fuck it. Like we had songs we, to sing. We had to do it. Yeah. And we also went through this crazy car accident together, and yeah. that shook things up. And that was before we started a band. And we after we lived through that. Thankfully, everyone who was in the car lived through it. The car like flipped upside down three times. We got pretty beat up. I was in the back seat with my sister here, and um, you know. We lived through it, and it was a big reminder of, holy shit, we're not done here. We mm. have so much to do, and making music and performing music and sharing this whole thing with as many people as we can is big reason we're still here and what we have to do. Totally. Huge part of our purpose. Yeah. Yes. Just reinforce that reinforce for sure. Reinforce that. And yeah, after that, it was like... We have to start a fucking band. Yeah. What the fuck are we doing? <laughs> we we could be gone tomorrow. Oh, my right. God. And that's when Flames of Durga started to kind of arise. arise. Have you two always been pretty close? We, we were just at the courtyard, and then you both disappeared. I'm like, where the fuck did you guys go? And you're both in the, same, in the bathroom together. What the? They go to the bathroom. What, what do twins do in the bathroom together? I'm so curious. Whatever. Of course you go to the bathroom. Well, yeah, it's your best friend. Obviously, you go to the bathroom together. It's a girl thing, I guess. I think that's adorable. So I love I've it. I've only been Bisbee in Bisbee for a few hours, but I'm wondering, how do I catch one of those golf cart people movers? You just flag them Is down. Is there a separate like, Bisbee app I need for that? Or... I don't know. There should be. Is there a Bisbee app, Chris, <laughs> that we can flag down the golf carts? I love that there isn't, and I love that I have no service here. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah. it's yeah, fucking totally. great. Yeah. I love this that. Like it's the most charming like little mountain town I've ever been to. It's yeah. Like, in a lot of ways, it's like stepping back in time. You know. Yeah. It really yeah. is. You mentioned um, the car crash. Yeah. And... Um, I want to mention as well that I met you guys through Couchsurfing, which mm -hmm. I don't. Yeah. I don't think on my podcast I've mentioned. I, I don't think uh, I've given any any praise yet to, uh -huh. to Couchsurfing. I've been part of it for like probably eight nine years. Wow. Oh yeah, okay, um, awesome. And it's such an amazing resource. On one of your pages, um, no, both of you mentioned this mm -hmm. story where you you each got the same tattoos. <laughs> you, you knew I was going to mention it. Of course, yes. Five different tattoos. You each have them on your body, uh -huh. and it was televised. Yep. On, uh, what's that whole yeah. story? One for the books. One yeah, for the so books for sure. When we were twenty-two, it like totally just happened, kind of out of the fucking yeah. blue. This opportunity like landed on our laps basically. And keep in mind, this was like half a like half the year later after we had almost died in this oh, car right. crash. Right. And we were just like, you know what? I mean, I definitely was thinking, like, I want some new tattoos. Like, I was just, like, itching for it. And I was already thinking that. And then I think the same night, Ceci, like, checked her Facebook or something. And on the messages, it was, like, somebody who, an ex, yeah, like, coworker yeah. so or something. Yeah, it was, like, an older, um, an old coworker slash friend kept in touch through Facebook and just sent me a message one day and was like, hey. We're um, looking for twins. Uh, do you mind if I recommend <laughs> you to my friend who's a casting agent um, who's looking for identical twins Do you get that a lot in LA? Do, are people always looking for twins in LA? I mean, you know, sometimes. <laughs> but, not as often you know, as you think. Yes, but you know, In LA, people are always asking for yeah. <laughs> like And in not movies, just the porn though, industry, I, I imagine. I mean, outside probably. Of that too. They usually try to make them like look like freaks, freaks or something. Oh, be yeah. like yeah. exactly the same. Right. It's like completely <laughs> different than that but right. 
So yeah, yeah. a friend uh, uh, recommended us to her casting director friend, and then before you know it, I got a phone call from like a producing uh, or a casting producer, casting, casting director, or director, yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. and who was in New York and was like, hey, so. We're interested in you guys, your yeah. identical twins for this episode, but here's the deal. Like, before you decide to take this job, you need to know this, that you have to get five matching tattoos uh, and at the same, same time. time. Uh, uh, and it was okay. like, wait, what? So there, I was, like, on the phone call with this woman, like, so let me, let me oh, clarify. oh <laughs> wait, there, there was ten artists working at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. So all five tattoos were delivered simultaneously, yeah, so... I know, he likes to talk about it. Tattoos were happening at once in the same room. Yeah. So did you get to choose? Yeah, so... Yeah, no, of course we we got to choose. I wanted more tattoos, and I got to choose what I wanted. Okay, good. No, no, it was a super thrilling, exciting experience. It was very exciting. So you don't have, like, corporate logos all over your arm? No, no, we got to choose what we wanted. No, no, no. And luckily, we have super similar taste, you know, so we agreed Let me see one of them right now. I'm gonna pull a Howard well, we Stern. We got the uh, the Native American <laughs> medicine woman. Oh, yeah. that one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So they're beautiful. Ma- they're, yeah. they're matching, but on opposite, opposite sides. sides. Yeah. yeah. So we're like right. mirroring. Right. And then beautiful. the rose. There it is. Which reminds me of our grandmother, who we were we were named after and never got to meet. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no. Each tattoo totally still has a. Yeah. There's definitely a significant sure. meaning behind like all of them. Right. I just remembered, and just to count me in, just count me, <laughs> we have actually three matching. Oh tattoos. yeah. Oh, that's adorable. Oh, yeah. Our first uh, tour. Is that the arrow that I see yeah. right in your forearm? Our first there? tour, we all got these matching tattoos. Yeah. So on a previous tour, we all got matching tattoos because. In Seattle. I needed to. You know, our be first part tour. Of their club. Our first yeah. tour, dude. Oh, the first, the first time first we ever toured. Oh no. no, no, no. <laughs> 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 so anyways, they're arrows, and that symbolizes, like, forward momentum, focus, your goals. Right, so what are yeah. the goals of the band? So you're you're promoting an album right now. Yeah, well, What's we're, the name of the album we're again? promoting an EP. It's a mm-hmm. three-song EP. We've got our single Shine on there, and we've got Shine. Thirsty and Machine. And then we're going back into the studio to record, or to start to record our album later this year. So we're really excited about that because yeah. it's our first yeah, album ever yes. and we're so ready. We're so ready to record full that length. full length. Hell yeah. The first full length? Yes. The first full length, cool. yes. And are you guys going to go back on tour to promote that? Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. yeah. For sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Are you going to hit the East Coast? Oh, my God. Yes. yes. I really want to hit up the East Coast. Hit up Rochester. If you start when you start booking up there, let me know. I, I still have some connections up there. Awesome. It's, yeah. it's not on a lot of people's radar, but there's some really cool music happening still in Rochester. Spring. We're gonna, we won't go there in the winter. <laughs> no, 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 definitely, yeah, definitely not. not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, winter duck. Spring definitely sounds awesome. Not. Yeah. So. I'm trying to think of some of the other things I wanted to bring up. Um, you guys have played a fest. If you, if, if everybody who's listening goes to the, your YouTube page, you have some live footage of the yucca. Yucca Man Shakedown. All right, what's that all about? Yucca Man Shakedown. Yucca Man Shakedown. How long have they been doing that? Is that out in California, I imagine, right? Yeah, Yeah, in California. It's out in Joshua Tree or Yucca Valley. Yucca Valley. (laughs) Yucca Valley area. (laughs) And um, yeah, it was a fun little fest. Yeah, super cool. Eight or nine years. Right. Oh, it was okay, the first yeah. time we played it, though. So they've, they've been year. doing it for, like, eight or nine years. But, uh, yeah, we were invited to play it. It was super fun. 
It's an outdoor stage on this guy's property who has a beautiful recording studio acres and a cool of land. house. Yeah. It's on like five acres of property mm-hmm. um, in Joshua Trey. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. It was a ton of fun. So and we were soaked. Oh, that's perfect. And, yeah. We also <laughs> own a house. Love in playing outside. outside. Really? Yeah. Oh, that must be yeah, great. Yeah. Yeah. We have, we have an apartment in LA and then a house in the desert. So we've been kind of hopping back and forth. Although LA has mm. been keeping us there a good amount, but you know, right. Yeah. Our dogs, our dogs are being, uh, they're being pet sitted by Nate's mom <laughs> right now out at the house in Joshua Tree. Our babies yeah. have a babysitter. Our house on Joshua Tree. Well, back to Bisbee. Um, with this event tonight, the Jones of Rock, mm-hmm. um, they started at three. They're still going, um, showcasing a bunch of talent with women in rock bands, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> but. Um, Chris and I, we caught the first band, and it was just this woman. She, she, she just pretty much had a loop oh, yeah. pedal. Cool. And did you, oh yeah, you guys weren't there yet. I know. Oh, I wish God. we were. Um, and she was me. just vocalizing pretty much. Just she was like almost beatboxing, um, and then she just kept looping, and she would sing to it. and It was amazing. Cool. Um, and I, I caught, I caught you guys for a few songs. Um, were they making some exceptions? Were like, was this supposed to be all female bands? Obviously, you they're guys have a no. They're all female fronted. Female fronted. It's all yeah. female fronted, right. right? And it's the first year, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, well, or they, what? They I think so. Uh, they did another festival in L.A. Oh, at uh, what was it? Uh, Cafe Nella. Yeah, probably about six, four months ago, I guess. And so, a couple of the same bands that played in L.A. also played here. Oh, awesome. We, so we good. Actually, so many good bands. We were out of town, and so we were not able to play the show in L.A. But, so it's the second, it's not annual, I don't know, but right. it's not the first festival. Yeah. So it's not so the second annual, but it's not the first one. I feel like it might be an annual thing. Um, okay, yeah. so. Well, I, I hope every yeah. every year now it's a. Um, what were they? The Sugar Stains. They were really fucking good. Oh my god, yes. They were awesome. So we want to play with them for sure. We're discovering some really good um, Tucson bands. Tucson, oh, yeah. Tucson. And uh, the Surfer Broads. Yep. They From were Tucson really as well. Yeah. Yep. I told you guys about Side Pony. You gotta oh, get in the yeah. bill next Side year. Side Pony sounds so fun. Yeah, I, I, I went into the courtyard and I asked Puspa. She's like, this has been booked for, you know, God knows how many months. Like, <laughs> we're going to have to wait till next year. <laughs> yeah, but right. it's, it's, it's great. Like, yeah, th- three days straight, like the whole town just gets invaded. Yeah, come back next year for sure. Definitely. It's been a busy day because we're doing the stair climb and the craft beer festival. Oh. And yeah. And then what's happening cool. at the quarry? What's the stair climb I keep hearing about? Oh, jeez. They're just climbing stairs. Chris, you could probably explain <laughs> it better than I. Uh, it's it's like a marathon of sorts. Okay. But since Bisbee is all built on all sorts of different levels, you know, there's a, th- a thousand stairs, right? Is yeah, that? Yeah, it's just a course around old Bisbee, and oh, okay. um, they charge $125 for what's otherwise free. <laughs> 365 days a year. It's, it's around on the staff. <laughs> yeah, but it's fun. <laughs> but, but people love it. People yeah, it's a big deal, and people love it. Oh my god. Um, okay, so I. Oh my god. But there's a lot of it's. 
what I've explored in Bisbee, I mean, you can see the main street and you can see Brewery Gulch, but if you take some of those stairways, you're like, what the f there's some uh -huh. artwork, there's murals, oh, I and mean, there's all yeah, sorts of crazy awesome. things that you can only find if you just take some of those steps. Well, that's so cool. cool. I can't yeah. wait to check that out. I should oh probably God. not tell my audience that because there, there are people who live, you know, on the steps. I'm sure they get used to it on the on, during the stair climb, but you know, like you can you can climb, you know, hundred steps and then just pretty much reach a dead end at somebody's house, and you just got to turn around, wow. and they they probably get sick of it. Steps. Well, Chris here, pretty much. You ever see somebody just climbing up your steps? Any tourists or anything? <laughs> he lives yeah. right in Old Bisbee. Yeah, 40 steps up from yeah. the street. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Do you guys measure like your houses by steps? Like, oh, I'm a 20-step. I'm a 20-step <laughs> guy. Oh, no, I yeah. live over. I'm 30 steps to the left. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm 45 to the right. Yeah. You know, I got a little ways to go. You know, it's all right. Pretty much. But they're in terrible shape, so. Yeah. <laughs> that makes it okay. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else I wrote down. We actually have a lot of steps in Echo Park. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, talk about that. Yeah, Silver Lake, totally. Silver Lake, we grew yes. up like, with all these cool like dead-end street neighborhood steps yeah. Yeah. all over the neighborhood. I don't know anything about Echo Park. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of stairs. you ever come to LA, yeah. come to Silver Lake and Echo Park, there's, you could go on a whole okay. like, stairway tour. <laughs> there's a great adventure. I can bring my dogs. They love it. Yeah. yeah, it's a fun walk. That sounds like a great time. Yeah. yeah. So what, what's left on this tour? Well, you playing Tucson, Tucson tomorrow. tomorrow. Where are you guys playing in Tucson? Um, at House of Bards. Okay. Yeah. And then you're Never heading been to farther. Tucson, so yeah. you know oh, the adventure continues. I'm really yeah. excited. Yeah, a lot of new places, huh? Yeah. And, and then Taos. Yeah, that's Mexico. awesome. That's the next stop after Taos Tucson. Mesa yeah. Brewing. Awesome. That's where we're going uh, 21st, I believe, right? Monday. Yeah. Yeah. And, and a couple days off in Denver. Couple days yeah, off, and then, then we Denver. get to explore Denver, and we play there the 24th. Yeah. yeah, with an all-female with the blackouts, which black we're outs. super excited black to outs. play with. Yeah, if you have enough time when you're in Taos, swing down to um, Santa Fe and go to Meow Wolf. Ooh. It's just absolutely insane. You know, it's gonna be our oh. my sister and I. It's gonna be our first time in New Mexico. We're really excited. New Mexico is incredible. Yeah, yeah, that's what we hear. Oh my god. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah, we've got some Native American heritage too in New Mexico. So yeah, we're really excited to explore and. Yeah, feel the culture. What sure. tribe are you guys? Uh, Comanche. Okay. Yeah. Is that um, what part of Me New Mexico? Do you know? Um, you know, I'm actually not totally sure. Our dad did like a fa a thorough family tree project in his um, college years, so that's how we know about it. But right. um, I, I do know that the Comanche tribe was one of like the last tribes left. Really. To resist. Yeah. To resist. Yeah. Warriors. So that's kind of badass. It's in our blood. <laughs> We're warriors. Yeah. The warrior tribe. Yeah, totally. Well, there's like end endless sites to, to explore in New Mexico with the Native American culture. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. Do you have any places you recommend? Oh, God. Um, Chaco Canyon is oh, incredible. Yes. And the okay. Aztec ruins. Yes, I heard of it. Okay. Um, oh to hark back to one of my podcasts I did with Doug Hawking. He's a local historian. He grew up on the, um, um, oh, he's, if I don't remember the word, he's going to kill me. No, he doesn't care, but um, <laughs> Hickoria, the Hickoria Apache, which is, um, I think, like central, kind of maybe western a bit, uh, New Mexico. Oh, cool. And yeah, there's, I mean, there's so much um, Native American land and then just sites mm -hmm. that you can explore there, just, you know, archaeological sites that have become, um, I was just there for the Albuquerque Balloon Fiesta 
and my friend and I, we headed a bit north, and there's balloon a fiesta. What oh, is there? Oh, you guys, you guys don't know about the balloon fiesta? <laughs> no. Oh my god, it's it's probably like one of the big biggest hot air balloon oh, extravaganzas. Oh my god, I've always How wanted fun. to do yeah. that. Wait, yeah. did I hear about that? And they had some high winds, and they couldn't get the balloons off the ground. Well, believe it or not, um, oh I we stayed with some couch surfers there, and we actually crewed on Mr. Fish, which was on uh, the the Monday. They do it um, like a weekend, and then a week, and then so it's like nine days. They right. do two weekends in a, in a week. They had to reschedule some. Yeah, that the Monday, um, Mr. Fish went up, and there was there were a couple other accidents that day because it, it must have been high winds or something. But um, oh, don't take all the fun out of it, Nate. Mr. No, Fish had I'm to do aware a, what happened. You know, <laughs> oh don't, you know. He had to do a crash landing, and he he landed pretty much right on um like a, an elementary school, like right at the <laughs> playground, and all the kids. So all the kids get got to come oh, out I, and touch the balloon because so it was slowly deflating. I'm sure the pilot was <laughs> like, "What the fuck?" When you grow up, don't do this. Yeah, yeah. But uh, coincidentally, my friend and I got to crew on Mr. Fish on Tuesday and Wednesday. So Tuesday, we um, open up the whole balloon. It's this whole elaborate thing just to get the balloon. The special it, shapes it take forever. Before, oh, it takes you forever. Fill it up. And I didn't even know this. Um, so we had to wake up at the crack of dawn, and we, you know, spread out the entire balloon. He started inflating it, and we got it up like. The the gondola was still on the ground, and we we're holding it down. You got to hold down the gondola while they're f- pumping it up with yeah, yeah, yeah. these big propane tanks and these big heaters filling up yeah. the balloon. And apparently, it was just a test run because he didn't want to fly on Tuesday because of what crash. happened just the night yeah. before. Um, the day before, yeah. So we didn't go up uh, on Tuesday, but the the day after that, we did go up finally. So Mr. Fish did a great, you know tour around Albuquerque and we landed around the Rio Rio Grande and it was well, I'm glad you yeah. survived the balloon adventure yeah I mean like no I've heard it was pretty you know they wow. they Deflate, there are things that can happen. deflated the balloons, yeah. you know? There's nothing sadder than that if you don't get to fly. Oh, my God. I want to go on a hot air balloon so bad, though. That Me. sounds like it so It seems incredible. Yeah. yeah. I'll probably start going every year. And, Dude, and then eventually, I need to go. I've I, never yeah. been, yeah. so I need to go at least once. When the storm's like, clear, I'm right. all in. Yeah. Don't as long as there's no high winds, we're all about the balloons. <laughs> right. High winds. They have this effect. Um, it's called the box. I learned all, so, all sorts of, uh, about it in, in Albuquerque. Um, so they launch and the wind will take them, uh, you know, a certain distance and, they and go then up and they, they go back. up and then they'll take this wind uh, in the opposite direction and then wow. go down. So it's this big box. That they, and if they hit it just right, yes. I think on Tuesday, a lot of balloons hit it wow. just right. Yeah. Cool. It's magical. That it's is, magical. That is magical. Yeah, you guys so in Southern California, they put off someplace and they catch the wind of the coast. And every once in a while, there's a balloon that doesn't make the landing and ends up in the ocean. <laughs> it happens like twice a year. Oh, no. Yeah. I well, swear I, to God. And I it, didn't even know yeah. this. Nate's a, Nate's a this. factoid. He's Mr. Factoid. Well, on my grandmother was really into factoids. hot air balloons. And so, like, it's like an extra, like, I just kind of pay a little more attention to that than other random facts, I guess. Right. No, and, he knows a lot of random facts. Did you ever get to fly in one when you're. Yes, I've been in yeah. a hot air balloon. Before. Oh, it must have been uh, amazing. So and jealous. we actually missed the landing pad and landed on like a 45 degree <laughs> hill, but we still landed. The basket didn't dump out, but it was close. 
And no, it's really peaceful, but I'm kind of more of a Six Flags kind of roller coaster oh. really? kind of guy. Yeah, and it's, it's more exciting. It's Six Flags is more exciting guy. than oh, absolutely. total thrill seeker over here. Yeah, and, you know, I ride motorcycles <laughs> in L.A. and hot air balloons are they're nice, you know. And so everybody should too, do it at too least once. for him. <laughs> he Last wants to get caught in a storm in a hot air balloon. <laughs> yeah, just, like I'm, you know, like as long as like you know we land and. The balloon doesn't land on us, and there's no explosions. <laughs> I think people in Albuquerque are just used to it. Like you might just end up with a, a balloon in your in your yard during the the week of the balloon fiesta. Yeah, I mean the balloons are better than small airplanes. You know, I'd rather have a balloon in my yard than a small airplane, it's much especially better. into my house. <laughs> so after after New Mexico, you guys are heading up to Colorado. Yes, Denver. Yeah, Denver. I can't wait. Denver. Have you played Denver before? No, no we've never been. We've never excited. been to Colorado. We're really excited. There, yeah. I keep hearing just so many cool things about Denver, especially. Yeah. I'm excited to visit and play. Yeah. Yeah. You're skipping right over um, Colorado Springs. No. I know. I used to live in we tried, uh, Colorado we Springs. Tried to, I tried to. Yeah. Actually, on that Wednesday, but you know. Off nights and hard to book. It just yeah, it was hard to right. book. We it was a lot of work booking this tour. You really? Know? Yeah, it's a little more than two weeks, so it's definitely a lot of work to do, but uh, definitely worth it. But you know, certain dates we'd hoped that we booked that just you know sometimes they don't happen. Right. <laughs> That's how it is when you're a DIY band booking your own tour. So right. Right. Every day feels like Saturday, but it isn't. <laughs> yeah. So and it's yeah. way harder to book when you it know, isn't a Saturday right, or Friday. Right, yeah. Totally. Yeah, it can be a lot of work. I I spent a long time, but I I remember we were we were on the road pretty much, like on the computer booking gigs in the middle of the tour. Oh, you know? that's crazy. Oh yeah. yeah, I yeah. guess it happens sometimes. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah our, you get it. You understand. We have our eyes yeah. on the booking agents. Definitely, yes. booking agent for sure. We need. Oh, that. good. Yeah, let me focus on writing the fucking songs. Yeah, totally. Playing guitar, and you know, someone else will book the shows. That sounds good to me. So, um, I'm trying to think, I wanted to know at least the, the inspiration of, uh, well, okay. The, the song shine, uh-huh. what's, where did that come about? Cause that's what you're promoting right now. Yeah. You have the, the music video. Yes. So shine shines all about, um, facing your inner demons, facing your shadows in order to find your light and to shine, to shine your authentic light and. You know, it's a, it's very much, it's kind of poetic in a sense, um, and like very artistic in the sense that it's, you know, it's a very like human story behind the song Shine, and in a very rock and roll like heavy rock context, and it's all about finding that, uh, that inner light through working through your dark side and your shadows, and instead of ignoring that, you're embracing it in order to shine. Well, we almost called the song Black Fuzz because that's kind of what you have to break through. But we mm-hmm. thought that there would be like some weird connotations with the name <laughs> Black Fuzz. Mm. And then he also liked to nickname it Butt Fuzz. <laughs> so right down when we when just started writing it he's like oh list. what are we playing Butt Fuzz <laughs> I like to joke too side note that uh, Black Fuzz was also like like when you wear a like a black sweatshirt and you're wearing a tank top underneath it and you sweat 
and then you take the tank top off. <laughs> You've got like black fuzz from the sweatshirt on your armpits or something where you were sweating. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Funny and also there, just though. the term black fuzz. I got inspired from reading uh, The Way of Zen by Alan Watts. Mm. And mm-hmm. he specifically mm. talked about a sort of like dark fuzziness inside the mind. And, you know, I don't mean to get too philosophical here, but that was definitely a big uh, spark of inspiration for that song. We were like out in the desert and it just kind of sprang on me. I got the riff and we just started jamming it. And that was right yeah. when I was reading that book. So that definitely uh, sparked some inspiration there. Right. So who who mainly writes the songs? Do you guys all collaborate together? It's not like super set in stone, <clears throat> but definitely Sassy and I or Cecilia and I here are the main are the songwriters. Um, sometimes I'll write a song all on my own. Sometimes it'll be together. It's kind of different every song. Right. Sometimes, sometimes I'll write she more of a song and, and yeah. then I share it with Bam and then she puts in her little input yeah. to what she wants to do. Or, and then once we get or, the arrangement going. Or Nate will like start drumming something yeah. and then I feel like we don't a tell, baseline yeah. to that and, yeah. then, and then it builds that way. So they kind of build in different ways. And how it feels and right. we all kind of like, talk about it as it's forming. Like right. we're not telling Nate to like play the drums specifically a certain way. You know, he does his own creative input there. And, you know, maybe we're all talking about it and it's feeling good. And then we're like, oh, wait, how about on this part? Like we pull it back a little bit and maybe, Nate, you come in there like a little bit harder. Or maybe you guys pull back a little bit more. And then I come in here with my guitar a little bit more. Or maybe the bass carries on. You know, it's always kind of different with different songs. But it's fun to have that sort of creative collage. that Evolution that takes place. Yeah, that creative interaction with each other once the song's already like being written. But right. Yeah, it's kind of different every song, but well, the, the bass and the drums always have kind of a connection. Is oh yeah, that absolutely comprises the ry- rhythm section, and obviously right. you two have a, quite a connection too. <laughs> yeah. um, that song has great harmonies too. Oh, thank and I, you. I know I mentioned this before, but like something about harmonizing with another human being yes. is a magical it experience, so good. doesn't totally. it? Yeah, it really it's does. It's like so <laughs> sonically pleasing, and satisfying too to create that harmony. Yeah, we've definitely been experiencing experimenting a lot yeah with, um, totally harmonies lately just in the yeah. last year i feel like we've really like honed in a little bit more yeah we're definitely delving in deeper into harmonizing together more often another thing that's really nice about harmony is is that it kind of lets people get on board with singing the song right so if there's a higher part and a lower part <laughs> sometimes you can find your voice in there right and sing along with it yeah and so yeah, anyway, that's just one of the really nice things about harmony is like being able to be something more than just yourself, but also being able to, to sing along and feel it and get into the vibe, whether you're not the singer or a singer, still being able to sing, find, find a part where you can sing along with it. Right. For sure, for sure. And also, naturally, like I have a deeper voice than Bea and oh, she naturally has a higher voice so so it's pretty easy we kinda, to like we harmonize switch together. off and on though sometimes I'll go that's true I'll go lower while you go higher but I'll definitely go higher for sure yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you can go a little lower right yeah totally so the one who's usually singing the higher notes is that the one you're trying to find the the harmon harmonizing vocals right to the to the main like melody yeah well i can you know, hear or it, is it i can hear it in my head and like i hear it in my head i'm like yep that's where it needs to go uh here we go yeah, yeah. i mean it depends on the song sometimes like the right. main vocal part 
will be higher higher pitched and so then you know all harmonize with that higher frequency uh, and then sometimes, sometimes that's vice versa the lower one and yeah. the like chorusy part or whatever part it is 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 more deep and then Bea you know harmonizes with that it'll make more sense when we start recording our album yeah yeah. Totally, totally. You guys are gonna sit down with a lot of studio time, or is yes. it? Yes. I mean, we yeah. No, to, yeah. we have at so least like go. eight to ten songs to record. So, yeah, I'm excited, including "Remember the Now," which you yes. saw live. Awesome. The second song. That's the second. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You're recording yeah. that soon, so yeah. that's gonna be on the full length album. Do you guys have a name yeah. for the album yet? Ooh, not yet. Not yet. Definitely. We soon. definitely we have, have a couple a ideas. ideas. Name it Bisbee. Um. <laughs> Bisbee. The Bisbee yeah. Stairs. That's what it's gonna be called. <laughs> Um, 40 stairs up. <laughs> <what's>, <laughs> well, I want to thank Chris uh, Sawyer here at KBRP for yes. letting us just kind of sneak in here oh at God, last totally. minute. It's like so midnight much, at this point. Thank you, Chris. Uh, this was so little, spontaneous. Like, late yeah. Night oh it, yeah, so he's so much, great, Durgu. and I really appreciate so it. And cool. one more question. I want to know the inspiration behind the name of Flames of Durga. Where does, oh, yes. that, where does that come from? Okay, well, first off, we're Leos, my sister and I, and we wanted uh, the element of fire in the name, and we also wanted a goddess name. And we just so happened to find out just by um, synchronicity or coincidence, whatever you want to call it, that Durga is a fire goddess from Hindu mythology. Mm. And she's got eight arms. She rides a lion or a tiger. So yeah. there's all this like badass she's feline energy. Slayer of demons. And she slays demons. You know, this badass, fierce, feminine force of energy. You know, right. this badass warrior fire goddess. It's like a personified force of nature, basically. Right. And we really connected with it. So, and we knew we wanted a goddess name in our band name. So, yeah. and we knew we wanted fire or flames. So, Flames of Durga just kind of came together into place and there's nothing called flames of durga either which is awesome too bad names are tough bad names are really there's no badass like i'm yeah. gonna fucking rep that so and, if somebody uh, googles flames of durga they're only gonna find you guys yeah yeah, yeah. pretty yeah. much it's either us, us and then durga. like a bunch of like hindu yeah. durga chants and stuff right yeah right. absolutely <laughs> which is fine right excuse me yeah no we're definitely honoring the goddess in our band name for sure yeah we well, always have a little Durga at our merch. Oh, I saw that. I saw that today. <coughs> Very fitting yeah. for the Jones of Rock concert <laughs> today that's still going on. You guys almost got booked at like one in the morning. <laughs> so they're going to they're gonna be, you played around five, but um, yeah, they're, they're going to be going like well into the, into yeah. the wee hours. Yeah, I think, at, yeah. I mean, at least, probably at least till one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we're having a coughing pit, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll pack things uh, up here. Thanks to uh, KBRB. KBRP. Yep. Oh, P. 961. 961. Bisbee. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. Shout out to KBRP961. Thank you so much for hosting us with this cool interview by Mike here. Bisbee, Arizona. Thank you Bisbee. guys so much. You're awesome. Sorry, I had a little cough attack. <laughs> a little under the weather is all the touring, you know, rock and roll. <laughs> Woo! Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night.